Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my goodness. What do you know? We are live. We are live here on YouTube and also Facebook. If this is your first time here, my name is Brent. This is Speak English with this guy. And in today's English lesson, we are going to talk about a topic that probably nobody actually likes doing, but it's, it's pretty important. We are going to be talking about household chores today. And all of those terms and vocabulary words you will need to know if you want to talk about household chores in English. So let's get right into it. I got a little picture here for you. This is me. This is the thumbnail. There's an ironing board in the background. I'm holding a whisk. Don't think we'll talk about whisks today. There's an iron, but it looks like I'm in a house and we're talking about household chores. So let's talk about that word. First of all, like what is a chore and how is it different from housework? So to be honest, there isn't a whole lot of difference. Sometimes if somebody asks me, hey, do you want to do something Saturday morning? I might say, no, I have some housework I need to do or I have some chores around the house I need to do. So we definitely use those terms interchangeably, but there is a slight difference if you want to know. So chores, these are usually done on a regular basis. And when I say regular basis, I mean either daily, which would be once a day, or maybe weekly, you do it once a week, or maybe monthly, guess what? You do that once a month, or maybe yearly. You only do it once a year. I have done a lesson in the past on spring cleanup, that is when you really deep clean your house once a year in the spring. So that would be done yearly. It would be done once a year. One of the things that I do around the house, one of my only chores that has to be done every week on a weekly basis is something we call trash day. And trash day in my neighborhood happens every Wednesday. So what I need to do 
is I need to take the trash cans in the picture. There are a few trash cans. Looks like a total of four. Those two in the back might be recycling bins. And if you are listening on the podcast, sorry, you can't see this picture, but I take the recycling and I take the trash cans out to the side of the road once a week on trash day. And then a garbage truck or a recycling truck will come by, pick up my trash, take it away. Lots of English phrasal verbs there, right? So one of the chores I have around the house is to take out the garbage once a week, trash day, (coughs) excuse me. And I should mention, I've been a little sick this week. So you might hear a bit more sniffing. You might hear a little bit more of me clearing my throat, (coughs) excuse me, and maybe I'll take a few more sips of water today. Very cold, very nice. Now, housework is another term you will hear that just has to be done when needed. But like I said, we use chores and housework interchangeably. But housework is cleaning and maintaining a clean house. If you maintain something, you make sure it stays the same way. So every day, you might study a little bit of English just to maintain your level. Maybe you study a little more to increase that level. So maintaining means to keep it the same. So if you already have a clean house, every day you might sweep talk about sweeping in a minute, or you might do the laundry once a week just to maintain that clean house. We'll be talking about both laundry and sweeping in a little bit. Just want to say hello to, hey, look at this. Adi the Thai is here. And for some reason, I can't pull up profile pictures, which maybe is a good thing just in case. Hey, Juan, how are you? from Brazil, Abdi, hope you're doing well. Nathanaporn, is that how you say your name? Hope you're doing well. Freddie Wolf, look at this. I saw Freddie Wolf and Bob the Canadians lesson just a few minutes ago. We will talk about Bob the Canadians lesson at the end. He did a very different lesson from me when we talk about gender roles. All right, Abdi, are there tedious chores that you do every day? Yeah, I don't know if there are chores that I do daily. I don't think so. I don't think so. But weekly or as needed for sure. Oh my goodness. Okay. We are going to talk about vacuuming soon. But Javi says, I have five cats. I scoop the kitty litter box twice daily. Nice job there with the twice daily. So two times a day, the kitty litter needs to be scooped up or scooped out to use a couple English phrasal verbs. Sudan's in the house. Sudan. 
That's the capital of Sudan. Is it Khartoum? Is it Khartoum? All right. Great. Thank you, Peter. The audio sounds great. Sita, my friend from Brazil. Vacation is going pretty well. Fortunately, this week, got a little sick. If you saw some of the shorts I did, I got a vaccine. Actually, three vaccines on Monday. I got my hepatitis A and B vaccine and also a tetanus shot for my trip to Brazil. And I got a little sick after. I'm not sure if it's because of the vaccines or just because, you know, it's that time of year to get to get sick. Okay, moving on. We need to talk about vacuuming. Look at the way that's spelled. Really weird. There is a W in vacuuming. And vacuuming can be a verb, can be something you do, or it can be a noun. You can have a vacuum in your hand. And in that picture, there is a vacuum. Sorry, podcast listeners, but here's the definition. Vacuuming, cleaning floors or carpets using a machine that sucks up dirt and dust. It's called a vacuum. That's what you do when you vacuum you use a vacuum to suck up dust and dirt. We will talk about dust in a minute. I don't know, that was a tough term for me to describe, but hopefully everyone has seen dust, so it will make it easier. But I think it's little pieces of human skin and dirt, dust, we'll talk about dust soon. But one term I thought might be helpful, especially if you are an intermediate or advanced English learner, would be this thing called a shop vac. I figured most English learners would know the term vacuum. I just wanted to remind you it can be a verb or it can be a noun, but a shop vac, a shop vac. This is used for more heavy duty cleaning, not your carpets inside, but maybe out in the garage where things get a little dirtier, or maybe for the carpets in your car. Now where I live, we have winter and oftentimes dirt or sand will be put down on the roads so they don't get slippery. And then that dirt gets tracked in to your car, tracked in. That might be a new phrasal verb, but when the dirt goes from your boots to the carpet on your car or the carpet in your house or the floors in your house, call that tracked in. You might track in some dirt. Well, you might need a shop vac. And if you see in the picture, it looks like this man is using a shop vac. It's a little bit heavier. It's a little bit stronger than a regular vacuum. And let's take a look at a sentence for you here. A shop vac might be used in the garage for heavier jobs. 
maybe cleaning the carpet on the floor of your car. We have talked a little bit about carpets. Maybe we should talk about what that is. I think that's next, right? Yeah. So let's talk about what a carpet is. And if you look at the picture, there is an arrow pointing to the carpet. It's fluffier. Oh no, why? Uh, it says this computer will restart in 15 minutes. Oh no, I may have to end this lesson in 15 minutes. It is the first time I've ever seen this. Well, let's go quickly, but not too quickly. That is so weird. I'm plugged up. It's a live lesson. Who knows what will happen? All right, carpets. As I was saying, they're fluffier and they can actually trap in dirt more than like a hardwood floor. So let's talk about these two different types of floors. In the picture, there is a hardwood floor. It is very easy to vacuum. You might actually use a broom and sweep it instead. Talk a little bit more about brooms later. But carpets, a little fluffier. They get probably a little dirtier even though you can't see the dirt, it gets trapped inside the carpet. Can't see the dirt. When I first moved into this house, the previous owners had a dog and they had carpets and we did not have a dog, but the smell of the dog was trapped in the carpets. So we eventually removed those carpets and replaced it with hardwood floors. This keeps flashing up. If this is your first time here, please don't forget to subscribe or follow. Unfortunately, YouTube doesn't show my lessons to a lot of new people. About 70% of you have already subscribed, so I appreciate it. But if you are new by any chance, don't forget to subscribe. Just check it. Well, just check in the chat here. Washing your dad's car. What a good son. What a good son. Mortania. Welcome. I know you, Mahmood. I know you. All right. Um, Freddie asks a good question. There are only 60 people in the chat. So if you do have a question, you can leave it in the form. There is a link in the chat, but I can probably answer all of these questions anyway. Can we use hoovering in place of vacuuming? I've heard this term from time to time. Great question. I would say just stick with vacuuming. Hoover is or was a very popular brand of vacuum, but I don't hear it as often. When I was younger, I did. So I would just stick to vacuum because probably a lot of people wouldn't know that term to Hoover something, but it does come from the vacuum brand that maybe they went out of business, but Hoover is a type of vacuum. Hey, Filippo. Hope you're doing well in Italy. Good to see you in here. 
All right, let's get back to the lesson just in case my computer was that were they just messing with me? Was somebody trolling me? But a message said 15 minutes shutting you off. Like, come on. So this one is tough. But this is another one when we talk about cleaning that can be used as a noun or a verb. So you only have to learn one term to talk about this. And that is dust. You can dust furniture. But let's talk about what dust is. This picture will hopefully help. This is a handheld vacuum, it looks like. And they are cleaning out that vacuum. And inside, you can see clumps of dust. Now, usually on furniture, if you dust every week, there will just be a thin layer of dust on your furniture. And then you can use a duster to dust off the dust. That's a lot of times I'm using dust. I actually think I have a sentence for you where I don't use dust quite as much. Right there. You might use a duster to dust the furniture. There's a sample sentence there for you. You might use a duster to dust furniture. Also dusting. When you dust, if you say dust enough, it sounds really strange. Like I'm doing right now, dust, dust. What is dusting? It's removing dust from surfaces using a cloth or, 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 or a duster, a duster. Let's talk about the next one. I don't even think, yeah, I don't have a picture for this because I think most people know mopping. You would not mop a carpet, but you might mop hardwood floors. Mopping, it's cleaning a floor by wiping it with a wet mop or cloth. That is mopping. So you don't wanna mop carpets, as I'm sure you probably know. It would make a real mess. You would probably get some mildew. I've mentioned mildew in previous lessons. But mopping. Mopping. It's almost like sweeping. We're going to talk about sweeping right now. And ooh, hang on, hang on. I have a sentence for you. I mopped the hardwood floors with soap and water. Mopping. Let's get into sweeping. It's a little different from mopping. You don't use water when you sweep. It's dry. Sweeping, cleaning a floor or an outdoor area using a broom. Now you probably know what a broom is. You may have used it within the past week, but I wanted to teach you something you might not know in English, and that is a push broom. A push broom, like a shop vac, we use these for heavier jobs. Probably not in the kitchen. You probably wouldn't sweep your kitchen floor with a push broom, but like this person is, 
it looks like they are pushing water off of their driveway with a push broom. So I often use a push broom in my garage because again, lots of dirt from the winter piles up in my garage and once or twice a year, I will take a push broom and sweep out my garage. Sweep out. Did you know that English phrasal verb? We will take a verb and just put out after it to make a phrasal verb just to confuse all of the people trying to learn English. All right. Just checking through the chat here, making sure there are no pressing questions. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. That is the only reason I had children is so they can do the chores for me and I can just sit down and relax. Children. Yeah, it just depends on the family. I was thinking about that as I was making this lesson. My children don't really have a lot of chores. They get pretty good grades. So, you know, they may help out around the house. My son mowed the lawn. We will talk about mowing the lawn later, but their main job is to stay out of trouble, get good grades, and you won't have that many chores. Sometimes I will do chores as my workout just to get a little bit of exercise. Excuse me. It's that, that illness I had this week still hanging on. Plus, it, it could be allergies. Manual, thank you for being a channel member. If you would like to become a channel member, there is a members chat tomorrow, gold members. Check your, your Slack server because there is a link if you want to join us on, on camera. Oh, too long I've been in the shadow of late. Did not catch a lesson with you. Oh, yeah. Make sure you sign up for those notifications so when I go live, you will get the notification but sometimes YouTube doesn't send them. So I will be going live again tomorrow morning and we will be talking about the Titanic that has been in the news so much. All right, what do we got next here? Oh, scrub brush. Let's talk about the verb scrubbing. Scrubbing, this is when something is really dirty. You might have to scrub it, which is like wiping, only harder. Scrubbing, cleaning a surface by rubbing it hard with a brush or cleaning liquid. There are a couple different types of scrub brushes and I have them there for you. You may use these while you are doing the dishes. We will talk about doing the dishes a little bit later, but if you have some really sticky food, you might have to get out a scrub brush scrub off the food maybe i think the next one here what about this you might have a stain on your clothing maybe oh tomorrow is canada day so i think there will be some cookouts in canada i am celebrating canada day tomorrow with some family and a lot of times there are barbecues for Canada Day. Maybe you're eating 
something from the barbecue and you get ketchup on your shirt, that would be a stain. And if you don't clean that stain right away, immediately, it might set in. There's an English phrasal verb for you. If a stain sets in, it's been there for a while and it becomes much harder to get out. So many English phrasal verbs. It gets much harder to clean. So you might have to scrub it. You may have to use some stain remover. That's what we call it in English. Excuse me. I had to scrub out the stain because I waited weeks to clean the shirt. So I might use a scrub brush. Maybe just scrub that stain out if I can. The next one, wrinkles. Oh boy. That means we need to talk about ironing. If you've seen any of my mini hotel English lessons, I have about 20. I usually find an iron in my room and an ironing board. Iron, not easy to say, right? I earn. Freddie Wolf, hang on a second. Stop the presses. Stop everything. Freddie Wolf, he dropped a super chat. Thank you so much for the super chat. I have a little something for you. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Freddie Wolf, that means so much. Freddie Wolf is also a channel member. Hopefully you will be able to join us tomorrow during the members chat before the live lesson tomorrow. Check it out. Thank you so much. Wait a second. Bob Short English lesson. I know that guy. Bob the Canadian. Did you know he has another channel? He does shorter lessons, just like the title suggests. Shorter lessons, like three or four times a week. Check out that channel. Oh, Bob the Canadian. Don't I know it. We have a little problem here. Wrinkles. There are two types of wrinkles, by the way. We have wrinkles that you might get on your shirt. Yeah. You can see where there are little bumps in that shirt. We call those wrinkles. However, like Bob and myself know very well as we get into our 50s, wrinkles may also appear on your face, which is unfortunate. You can iron the wrinkles out of your shirt I don't think you can iron the wrinkles out of your face without major surgery, maybe. So let's talk a little bit about ironing right here. Like, you, like I said, you, you would use an iron for this. Removing wrinkles from clothes using a heated iron. How's that to say clothes, clothes? It's almost like a Z sound there, clothes. A little shout out to StreamYard. Um, they, they kept the lesson going while my computer shut off. So I think we can continue. Hey, we're back. Sita, we're back. I just need to uh, pull up the slides again. Let's do it. So it should be interesting on replay. It will probably send everybody, I don't know.
that's not a good that's not a good place to to freeze right with the wrinkles oh my biggest my biggest enemy right there okay we're still here we're still here no it what yeah the internet it wasn't the internet it was my computer for some reason and i do not have like auto updates on so i don't know why that happened but 15 minutes before it said we're going to shut it off in 15 minutes like wait i and i don't think there was any way that i could stop that so ah oh, perfect let's get back to it freddie wolf again thank you before am i not unfrozen yet hopefully i am all right we got perfect now emir thank you so i'm going to continue with the teaching there's still 58 people here watching so hopefully it works what i need to do though is go right through here don't forget to subscribe dust duster push broom scrub brush wrinkles wrinkles i think that's where we ended right we ended on the wrinkles is amina here hey there she is hey mina welcome hope you are enjoying your tim hortons there in ottawa Welcome. All right. Whoa, whoa, what manual? Ironing is for lazy people? I've never done ironing? Okay. Well, I think I am the only person in my family who irons, but before school, every morning, or usually the night before, I do iron my shirts and I iron my pants. I promise I do every morning. I don't think anybody else in my family does iron. And you know the trick, probably, in any language. You can always put your clothes in the dryer if you have one. Gets out the wrinkles. Let's talk about the dishwasher here. The dishwasher. Now, hopefully... You have a dishwasher. For many years, I did not have a dishwasher. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's go back to this. I did want to show you or teach a new phrasal verb that you might not know, and that is smooth out. So as you can see in that picture, that shirt has wrinkles, but you can smooth out wrinkles with an iron so i need an iron to smooth out the wrinkled shirt so the iron gets hot you might hear a little sizzle and it smooths out those wrinkles is that hard to say smooths out your clothes not easy to say we also have smooth out not with clothing, but maybe with an argument between two friends. So if two friends are arguing about something, if they stop arguing and become friends again, we can say they smoothed out their differences. So let's take a look at the sentence below. The two friends smoothed out their friendship after the argument. 
So they made up. You might hear that phrasal verb that we use in many different ways. But if two people are fighting, they might make up. Sometimes you'll hear kiss and make up. So they're no longer fighting. They don't have to kiss, but maybe, maybe it helps. Smooth out. Smooth out. Maybe that is new for you. Look at this. Hey, that... I need... I, I am almost 50. I'm 47 years old. But my mood, he's very nice about the compliments. So every time he leaves a compliment, I, I must talk about what he said. I look 30. <sighs> Music to my ears. Yeah, we've talked about how, how bald I am in the past. So wearing a hat or, or a cap definitely helps. What is that? You can also iron your shirt very fast in the mornings with a steamer. Yeah, so we didn't talk about that in this lesson, a steamer. It's very fancy. It actually takes a little longer, I think. But sometimes before a wedding, if somebody is wearing a very fancy dress or a nice suit, instead of ironing, which can be a little harsh, they might use that steamer what we call it in English. And instead of going back and forth like this with an iron, you might go up and down with a steamer. And it has a lot of steam. That's why we call it a steamer. Yeah, smoothed out the argument. We don't want to cause a breakup. Yeah. If a breakup happens, they're no longer friends. No longer friends. All right, what else do we have here? Dishwasher. I think I have a little something about dishwasher here for you. Washing dishes. That has to be done, right? Every time you eat, you will dirty the dishes. Yes, dirty can be a verb too. After you eat, you might dirty the dishes. So then you will have to clean the plates, the bowls, the utensils after a meal. Do you know that word utensil? It's a good one to know. It basically brings together forks, knives, spoons. All of those things are called utensils. And then you might put them on a dish rack. I thought that might be a new term for you. The whole thing is a dishwasher. But you might put your dishes on the dish rack so they can be cleaned. Or like this one here, dish rack. That is if somebody doesn't have a dishwasher and you are washing your dishes by hand, you might put your dishes on a dish rack to let them dry. Hopefully that helps. Dish rack. I thought that might be a new term. And here's a sentence for you. I placed the bowl on the dishwasher's dish rack. I think I've said dish about 20 times in the last minute. Let me say it two more times. I placed the bowl on the dishwasher's dish rack. Right. Learning some English here. Hopefully it's helping. What about this term? Laundry detergent. 
anytime, anytime you hear laundry, think washing clothes, trying to get those clothes clean. And you might use something called laundry detergent. If you see that picture, it looks like there is a washing machine and somebody is pouring laundry detergent, laundry detergent into that dishwasher. I knew I was going to say that. Let me say that again. It's not a dishwasher. It's a washing machine. So a dishwasher cleans dishes. A washing machine cleans clothes. And you might use laundry detergent to do that. What the heck is laundry detergent? Well, those are liquids or powders. Maybe you have that in your country too. You might have the liquid form, which is like water, or you might have the powder form, which is more like salt or sugar. Laundry detergents are liquids or powders added to the wash to clean clothes. There you go. There's a hopefully a new term for you. Let's move on to this thing. Another verb here, mow. A lot of Americans have lawns. Those are pieces of grass that are around their house. And at least once a week in the summer, I need to mow my lawn. So here is a sentence for you. Once a week during the summer, I mow the lawn, or now sometimes my son does. But I like to do it for exercise. Once a week during the summer, I mow the lawn. Now, I figured most people, I think most people here are intermediate English learners, maybe advanced. I wanted to teach you a term that you might not know. And that term is called weed whacker. A weed whacker. Wait, what? A weed whacker. A weed whacker is a tool for cutting or trimming grass, weeds, or small plants. Now, most of the lawn you can get with a lawn mower. You can cut the grass, trim it, make it smaller with a lawn mower. But maybe around the house, where the lawnmower can't get, you might have to use a weed whacker. And in the picture, that person is using a weed whacker. So again, sorry to the people listening to the podcast. Maybe you want to come over to YouTube and watch this lesson so you can see some pictures. But maybe if you are on YouTube, you want to go over to the podcast because you can listen to this lesson while you're doing chores or working out. Just put on this lesson, get a lot of English listening comprehension. Let's check the chat. Oh, you've never, you've never seen such a washing machine? This is like exactly what I have. Yeah. They're, the fancy washing machines look a little different. Mine is not fancy. Uh, let's see. 
Indeed. Did you see the the hotel? I did two. I stayed in two hotels last week. So I thought, let's do a hotel English lesson. I love I love doing those lessons. I like it when I get kicked out. I've only gotten kicked out once in New York, and then I talked my way out of it. But it wasn't a traditional hotel English lesson where I keep filming the whole time. Ooh, Azerbaijan. Oh, you don't use a weed whacker. Azerbaijan. Baku. Is that the capital of Azerbaijan, Baku? Now, I wouldn't say churn up. I wouldn't say churn up the grass. What would you churn up? When I hear churn up, I think of making ice cream because it's made in a churn. So churn has some kind of a, a circle motion, a circular motion. So I wouldn't say that. But do you really? Instead of detergent for clothes, do we use dish soap or other stuff, the dishwasher? I don't think so. Now, at least for me, I use laundry detergent for my clothes and dish soap for my dishes. Hope that helps. All right, almost done here. A couple more. But before we do, I do want to let you know, well, I'm not going to lie. It's a little expensive for some people, but I am offering some summer tutoring sessions. There are five spots already taken, but if you do sign up for tutoring with me, 30 minute session, it is 30 American dollars. I will email you beforehand, ask you what you want to study. And then after the lesson, you will have a link so you can rewatch the session as many times as you want. And you also get an MP3 file where you can listen to the lesson as many times as you want. So probably just doing that for the summer because I have a little extra time. If you would like to participate, there is a link in the description and I think also a link in the chat. So the final thing I do wanna talk about are gender roles, gender roles. And when I say gender roles, I mean what a man does around the house, what a woman does around the house. Now, when my parents were growing up in the 1950s probably or the 1960s, there were gender roles. There were things that men did, maybe like mowing the lawn, cleaning the garage. This says it's going to stop in five minutes. Luckily, <coughs> excuse me, I'm going to have to get that fixed before the next lesson. I don't know why I'm log getting logged out. So um, at one point, men did certain things around the house and, and women did certain things. I think at least in the United States, it's changing. So like my wife, will mow the lawn sometimes. Jamie, she will mow the lawn. I often do the dishes. I often wash the clothes, usually my own clothes, but the gender roles are kind of changing. And that's not to say that some families still have those traditional gender roles in the United States, but what a man is supposed to do and what a woman is supposed to do 
it's starting to change. So that's it for the lesson on household chores. I hope this was helpful. See you, my friend. Hope you're doing well. Ah, it's okay. It's it's not for everybody. It's 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 pretty hard. Um it's it's expensive, but um I think it'll be worth it for most people. Oh, this message to test uh, Audi. It's looking looking good, man. Looking good. Yeah, don't touch gender roles. Hey, that is for every couple to decide. I just think more gender roles are changing in the United States, but that depends on the family. Mega, didn't know you were here. Have a great day in India. Peru is in the house. Hey, thank you so much. I will be visiting Peru within the next couple years. I would like to go to Machu Picchu. <laughs> when I get kicked out, the video will be more interesting. So it's better when I'm not around. Yeah, I think it's just I'm going to get kicked out here pretty soon. So I think we're done. We're done with the lesson. And I'm going to try to figure out why I'm getting kicked out. All right. Don't forget, tomorrow there will be another English lesson on the Titanic. Talk about shipwreck, submarine, submersibles, all that stuff. And then um, there is a members chat before. So 30 minutes before the live lesson, there will be a members chat. Gold members, check for the link if you want to come on video with me. All right. Thank you so much. Hopefully this was helpful. Maybe see you tomorrow.